Visit Hellsberg.com for safe and easy ways to shop this holiday, like free shipping and returns, virtual shopping appointments, or buy online and pick up in store. And right now, get a free Microsoft Surface Go 2 with the purchase of $1,499 or more. You gift, you get. Limited time offer while supplies last. See online or in store for details. Zenni's Blocks lenses help to protect the eyes by keeping harmful blue light out. Because they're virtually clear, add blocks to any Zenni frame for stylish, all day protection. Get a complete pair of prescription or non prescription blocks glasses starting at just $24. Protect your eyes now at Zenni.com. doing it um i can't believe this has worked i can't believe it worked this is crazy it's crazy um for those of you who don't know cameron and i are yeah and i guess i don't know how how would you know you wouldn't know um but cameron and i are recording on the anchor app uh in two completely different places cameron is in gettysburg and i am at my apartment in sioux falls so Mm -hmm. both you know um doing what we're doing because of everything that's going on in the world right now social distancing all that kind of stuff but we're learning new things we're making it work and here we are welcome back to coffee and a combo podcast um yeah, i'm one of your hosts oh oh go nope. ahead you i uh, nothing you you go <laughs> okay i was gonna say i'm one of your hosts jenna and, and i'm the other one cameron <laughs> Um, bear with us, you guys, through this because this is a conversational podcast, and there's so much that goes into conversations, um, as far as like, like body language and like actually seeing each other, and it's hard to have a conversation, especially for like an audience, without being able to see each other. So bear with us if we're a little choppy or interrupt each other a little more than usual. Um, but anyway, we're gonna get through it, and we are going to hopefully help you guys take your minds off of any you know kind of negative thoughts if you're having them and just hang out with us for a little bit we're glad you're here yeah um I think we should start by just like recapping what our week or two or last week or two has been like um we recorded the last episode last couple episodes um kind of a while ago so um we haven't really given you guys a life update so Jenna did you want to start by telling us like what's been going on in your life the past week um yeah um okay so my past week has been a little bit hectic um so on Monday I came into work I went into work and um I work with a lot of moms and stuff and they were all talking about how their schools were closed down and kind of just trying to cope with you know I have a few coworkers who it's really gonna affect their kids lives as far as you know like sports and um it's one of my coworkers. it's her son's senior year so she's hurting for him too and it's just yeah there's a lot of uncertainty right now and so that was happening monday and then um as of monday everything was normal um i work in the empire mall and um they were staying open as far as we knew starting monday they were just condensing hours um, and only going to be open from, I think it was 11 to seven was the call about Monday after on Monday afternoon, um, which wouldn't affect me at all because I work a pretty steady eight to five. And then, um, on Tuesday we came into work and everything, you could just feel like the tension in the air, you know, um, just kind of, I mean, I feel like 
it's so interesting because we're all going through this together. Like literally the entire world is going through something mm-hmm. together. And I just think that's so, so yes, it's scary, but it's also so special too, because literally no one is alone in, in everything that we're feeling right now. And that's, that's super cool. Um, and I know we'll talk a little bit about that later too, but, and then Tuesday afternoon, um, they had a, um, my company had um, an emergency um, conference call and they announced that they were going to be shutting down company wide um, the home office and all of their stores across for the next two weeks, um, giving everyone full pay, full benefits, everything. Um, is what they did was they track, they looked at what our average was of pay for the last six weeks. And that's what they're going to be paying us for the next two weeks because a lot of our teammates work on commission. And so, yeah, our whole company has been so great. Um, so supportive through all of this. And um, yeah, so that was, that was really nice. And so then as of Tuesday at six, they closed for two weeks and then we're opening back up April 1st. And yeah, so um, it's just been a little bit wild. And then on on Wednesday, my manager, she put all of us um, full-time teammates into a group message. And we're just kind of, you know, hey, what are you guys doing today? Did you guys work out? Are you eating well? You know, keeping touch, like staying connected. Because you don't really realize, especially at my work, we're all so, so, so close and so it's it's a little bit like not seeing your family every day. It like you go from there are your work family in a sense. You get really close. You're you know you know what's going on in each other's every, you know everyday lives and everything. And then not seeing each other is just kind of wild. Plus the fact that you're supposed to be keeping a distance from everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just super special. I'm so I've never appreciated the company that I work for more than I do now because I realized just how much security there is in working for the company that I work for and just how much they really do care about their people so um that's been a huge blessing over the past week just having that security to sit in especially when there's so much uncertainty going on right now um so yeah that's been huge and then um one of my friends has a cabin out in the hills and I mean we had just spent you know we worked together and so we had just spent the past you know week working together like well you know if we're infected we're gonna you know we're gonna be infected anyway but to get a little change of scenery because we're not gonna be doing anything for the next two weeks let's go take you me and then I think how many other people were there three other people I think there's five of us total and let's all go hang out at this cabin that's you know, awesome for a couple for just a couple of days you know just to kind of relax get our minds off of things so we did that and it was it was really really good um I took a long 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 walk up in the up in the Black Hills mountains and they were just it was just beautiful we were over by Terry Peak and everything was like slightly covered in snow and it was like a perfect 35 degrees just spent some time uh, in prayer, thinking, you know, trying to kind of get to that place of peace because the last, you, I mean, everyone knows the last two weeks leading up to kind of this point have just been hectic. Mm-hmm. And so um, really draining. 
at least at least for me it's been really draining and so um that was really nice and then yesterday we came back to town and I've just been hanging out in my apartment um made some pasta last night and I'm just trying to I've been calling my mom every day just have been trying to kind of hang in there take a day at a time you know that kind of thing so but yeah that's what my past week has looked like um yeah how are you doing over there in your neck of the woods Okay, so I'm going to take it back, like, two weeks ago. I think it's March 6th was when our spring break started. Um, it was, like, a Friday. So, technically, our spring break didn't start till Monday. But um, Brady and I left out of Sioux Falls Airport to go to Arizona. And this was before everything got so crazy. Like, it was kind of like, hmm, should we fly? But it's, like, it's not that big of a – it wasn't that big of a deal at that point. Like, literally, so we left, and, like, halfway through the week – things started to get, like, kind of crazy on the news, but we were so busy doing, like, fun stuff in Arizona, we didn't really, like, pay attention or notice. Right. So, when we were in Arizona, we went, like, four-wheeling in the mountains, and we went on a big hike. It was called Mount Lemon. I don't know if any of you guys who are listening have been to Arizona or Tucson area. That's a big thing to do. Um, So, we did that, and what else did we do? Oh, we went to, like, a theater. He turned 21, so... Um, one day we got tacos and he got like a margarita. Um, yeah, we just did. Oh, and he got, we got to fly, um, these like flight simulators on an air force base because the uncle is retired from the air force. So we got to do all that stuff. And then, so we fly back in a week later mm-hmm. and, um, we fly in, um, get, I, we get pretty much what we like getting on the plane to fly back actually. I got a message from one of my managers and she's like, hey, um, the St. Patrick's Day Parade or whatever was canceled in Sioux Falls. Like, um, I don't think we're going to be that busy. I know you're getting back from traveling and you're probably super tired. So if you'd like, like, you don't have to come into work tomorrow. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, that's fine. It was a four hour shift. Um, and I was like super like tired because we've been like, go, go, go the entire time. Right. So I was just like, yep, that's totally fine. So we drove back to Brookings that night. And then the next day, we went out to, like, get groceries and everything because, A, we were starting to hear that, like, people were, like, like stocking up on stuff and, like, right. hoarding things. And, B, we were out of everything anyways. So, we go out looking, and we're down to three rolls of toilet paper. Check, like, every single, like, bigger store in Brookings. Every place is out of toilet paper. You can't buy regular chicken breasts. We were thankfully able to get like these chicken breasts that are thinner but like every place was sold out of just like basic necessities and we're like oh my gosh like we're, we left a week ago everything was normal right and then we get back and everything's just gone like crazy yeah so um we just kind of like hung out did our thing monday um i worked a normal shift at work brady worked a normal shift at dactronics and then I got a call that night. I was supposed to work the next day. I got a call that night from um, the owner of the coffee shop that I work at. And he was just like, hey, I really hate to do this. But um, those of you that traveled over spring break, I'm just thinking maybe you guys should not come in for a little while. I just want to make sure you guys are feeling okay with yeah. everything going on and um, all of that. So I was like, yeah, that's fine. And so then at this point, um Brady also found out he could work from home for Dactronics and so at this point it's like okay we're literally gonna be sitting at home in our apartment for like um, at least a week and I had to I was scheduled to work that Saturday in Sioux Falls and so then my manager I texted her about it and I was like hey like this is what's going on I can drive back and work Saturday but I don't know if you guys are trying to cut hours anyways 
And she's like, no, that's fine. Like, we are trying to cut hours. That's totally fine. And that, like, never happens, you guys. Like, working Saturdays is a big deal. Yeah. And then um, the next day, uh, we were actually leaving the next day to go to Gettysburg. I got a text from my first job, the coffee shop, that I'm going back and forth, the coffee shop job. And it's just like, hey, we're we're choosing to close for, and we don't know how long. Mm-hmm. So they completely closed. And then, like, a day or a day or two later, my other job completely closed. So both are completely closed right now. And so I was like, okay, not going to make any money from that. Brady still has his part-time job. is making, getting 20 hours in a week, which is what he normally gets. And so we came back home, and um, we're staying with my parents right now. And um, I'm actually working for my dad at his mechanic shop, <laughs> organizing old rusty metal parts. So it's quite the change of what I normally do but I'm making money still so um yeah that's what it's looking like for us um in small town Gettysburg I feel like we're not feeling the scare and the isolation as much as I like even in Brookings you all could feel it you so feel it yeah yeah it's like scary it's almost like scary there and here it's like really chill like I hung out with a group of friends two nights ago um we had some people over today to watch it was less than 10 people but we had some people over to watch um we watched fresh life um church online on this tv screen and have lunch together and so and then yesterday oh yeah yesterday i went out i ate out for lunch but like the entire the place that we went out for lunch like if you guys listening don't understand a small town like there was a total of like six people in the restaurant the entire time right so yeah um so it's been it's it's a lot more chill here. Yeah. But I know it's crazy. And another thing is I think people are starting to take it more seriously now. But when I first came back on like Tuesday, yeah, last Tuesday, um, I was talking with some people and there's people here that like still like are not taking it seriously and think it's like a joke. And I think it's dumb That's what's that people so aren't scary. in classes. Yeah, because the thing is, and like, I'm sorry to anyone who's listening who's regurgitating information. If I'm regurgitating information, just skip ahead. You have my permission now. You know all this stuff. Skip ahead. <laughs> but if you feel like listening, and don't worry, you guys, this is going to be a lighthearted episode. We promised you a lighthearted episode. It's going to be. But this is what's <laughs> happening right now. We, You know that we share our lives with you, so we're sharing what's going on in our lives. And then, yes, we will give you a lighthearted episode. But what's so scary is that, okay, because I'm just kind of a – I just, I just love any information and I'm just, I'm constantly reading articles. I've been keeping up with the whole coronavirus situation probably since um, the beginning of February, I want to say. And so the, what's so scary is that I think it was probably like a week before it, we, there were like the first confirmed cases in the U S when they quarantined all those people from the cruise ship, you know? Yes. And it was probably a week before that I started talking about it at work and everybody at work was like, oh my gosh, you need to stop talking. That's all anyone's talking about now. Like blah, 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 blah. It's not going to get us. It's not. And like, and still kind of in that denial phase, you know, like it's not going to happen. Like, no, 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 you can't stop this. It's going to come here, whether you like it or not, it's going to come here. It's going to affect our lives. And, um, and then it was, there was two confirmed cases in California and, um, and then there was the, was it, it was somewhere, was it in, where did those people get quarantined? I think it was in Minneapolis. Uh, Washington, maybe? I can't remember. But anyway, at, I think it was about three weeks ago, there were, <laughs> the number was 12 confirmed cases. That was three weeks ago, you guys. 12 confirmed cases. One week later, the number rose to 600 confirmed cases. And then one week later, 
it rose to 6,000 cases. And now I think the last that I looked, it was somewhere like 30,000 confirmed cases. And um, just just to give you a quick rundown too, if you're still someone who think, who's thinking it's not a big deal, it can't touch us, it can't affect us. Um, even if it doesn't affect you personally, it's going to affect someone that you know in your life. So please... Hey, just be praying a little bit and just check in on people. Make sure it's it's a great time to check in on people you haven't talked to in a while. Um, but there are up to I think twenty one confirmed cases in South Dakota now. Um, yep. And then there are um there are two hundred and seventy seven pending tests in South Dakota right now too. So people who they think have enough of the symptoms or strong enough symptoms for testing. So um if you're in the South Dakota area or anything like that, that's just our personal stats. I don't really know a lot of other states' stats, but so I give you that little chunk of information. So yeah, it's real. It's happening. I can really feel it in Sioux Falls, but what's even kind of scarier is that e- there's even a big chunk of people in Sioux Falls who aren't taking it very seriously. Wow. Yeah, I know. It's nuts. I know some people who are like going out to eat still because there are still a few like restaurants who have their actual like seating open because um, it's not it's not like a law or anything like you can't get quote unquote in trouble for gathering in like larger than 10 It's just recommended that you gather in smaller than 10, you know? Right. And so there's yeah, it's not a law yet. Right. So there's still there's it's like not actually enforced. It's just recommended at this point. So there's still a lot of people who aren't taking it seriously and aren't doing anything. And I was like, you guys, it's going to be a lot worse. But yeah, that's what's going on here. And with that, what are you drinking over in your world? Okay, we're back. Can you hear me normal now? Yep. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Okay. So I was just about to tell you what I was going to drink, right? Yep. What I was drinking earlier today. Okay, here we go. So earlier today, I just had a light roast coffee that I stocked up on and brought with me to Gettysburg when I came with, um, made it with a French press, and I had a little bit of half and half with it. How about you? I'm drinking water. Um, <laughs> no more. I I was, like, thinking about grabbing a, a cup of coffee, like, just doing a quick pour over a cup of coffee, um, for this but then I realized I'm like I haven't drank hardly any water because one thing about being thrown off of your routine is that because usually I'm at my desk and my water bottle sits in front of my face all yeah. day mm-hmm. so that's where my constant so I'm constantly drinking water at work and then I'm like I never thought I was going to be one of these people but it is we're recording right now at like five o'clock and I'm like I've had one small glass of water today. That was it. I'm like, no. So (laughs) I am drinking water. Um, I'll probably have some. I've been really into um, this ginger lemon tea that Serena got. And so I'll probably be drinking that a little bit later after I'm done with my glass of water. That sounds good. But I totally feel that. I have not been drinking as much water because I don't. It's like you said, like usually you just have it right in front of you. Right. Yeah totally different but um i'm trying to carry my water bottle around the house with me now so yes <laughs> anyway okay well um Cameron, why don't you tell us what we're gonna be talking about today okay so today we're just gonna be telling you guys some positive news 
um, it's like everything you've been seeing on the news is negative. It's the coronavirus. It's how we're all going to die and all this stuff. So we're going to be telling you um, some of the good things that are happening around the world. And um, I can't speak for Jenna, but some of them, a lot of mine or all of them actually are coming from the coronavirus. Um, yep. Good things that are happening um, that people are doing. So, yeah, we're just going to start with that. Did you want me to tell my first story or did you want to start? You know what? You go ahead and start. Okay. So my first story is, um, this is perfect. Actually, I can have my computer pulled up and everything while we're recording here. Okay. So my first one is about how pollution is dropping and, oh, one second. Thought I had it already and then now it's not. Oh, okay. There it is. Um, yeah. So pollution levels are dropping. And so I'll just read this like one paragraph. Uh, It says, as countries go into lockdown over the virus, there have been significant drops in pollution levels. Both China and northern Italy have recorded major falls in nitrogen dioxide, a serious air pollutant and powerful warming chemical amid reduced industrial activity and car journeys. And then um, there's a little picture here. It shows January 1st through the 20th. And then in like red and um, yellow, it shows the pollution. And then February 10th through the 25th, there's like no red or yellow. It is insane. So I'm going to, I'm going to post that, a photo of that. Um, And then it also says researchers in New York also told the BBC, because that's what I got this off of. That's my source. um, That early results showed carbon monoxide, mainly from cars, have been reduced by nearly 50% compared to last year. Um, And then airlines are canceling flights. Um. And lots of millions, millions of workers are staying home. So this is creating, it's creating, it's causing the pollution to go down. And I just thought that that was, I mean, it's sad because you can't get to your jobs and this cannot be forever and it's not sustainable forever, but it's right. cool. All right. Earth yeah. is getting to breathe a bit. So yeah, that is good. That is good. Um, which, and speaking of all that, um, even air quality getting better and stuff, what a great time for air quality to be better ever. I mean, even if you're in good health, having the virus does cause your lungs a little bit of harm, even if you're a healthy Mm -hmm. 21-year-old, you know? Right. So, what a great time to have our air pollution be better. Um, Okay. So, my first story is I realized that, I think, more than half of my stories are about cute animals. But you know what? It's just, it just happens sometimes, okay? So, this has been trending around Twitter. For those of you who um, aren't hanging out with me on Twitter, um, we will post again on the Instagram what the Twitter is. So, you can go look at that because one of the story, this story I'm about to share, I will be um, post, I will be um, resharing it to Twitter because it originated on Twitter. So, um, anyway, that being said, my first story if you guys haven't heard about it, is about the penguins who got <gasps> to go out and visit all of the other exhibits in um, the in the zoo. Have you guys seen Cameron? Have you seen that circulating? Yeah, around? I had it written. I had it written down as one of my stories. Oh, that's this so funny! I told you. I told her, you guys. I said I think we're gonna have some of the same stories, so I have a few extra because a lot of the okay. same ones are like trending. Okay. But yeah, I saw it today. Actually, on um, the church like service I watched, they posted it. It is so cute. It's so stinking cute. So um, I will retweet it to um, our Twitter. But you guys, pretty it. much, it's this it's this group of penguins that got let <laughs> out of the zoo and just got to waddle around and look at all of the other exhibits. Like, kind of sad, you know, that the zoo was closed and um, all that. But still, seriously, cutest thing ever. So cute animal videos 
may not necessarily be a cure-all for everything, but this particular set of Twitter posts has been helping to release some of the stress of the COVID-19 shutdowns. Although the Shedd Aquarium in Chicago has been closed to the general public amidst nationwide quarantines, the facility's animals caretakers took advantage of their closure by taking some of their resident rock hopper penguins for a little field trip. Oh, that is so cute. So cute. Anyway, so that was mine, and... Yeah, if you haven't seen the video, either go YouTube it or go to our Twitter right after you hear this because I'm going to get on and post about it. And uh, just the best, life-changing. Love it. Also, I saw that, like, a porcupine got let out somewhere, too. Like, that they're, like, slowly letting other animals out. Yeah, it's so cute. So stinking cute. I love that so much. Okay, so the next one that I have is this one has been super, super popular and was trending like a week ago on Instagram. So you might have already heard of it. And who knows? Maybe you have this one written down. But it's um, that it, the Italy singing on the balconies. Oh, no, I didn't have, have you seen that. that? Yeah, I've seen okay. it. Yeah, so a bunch of people, it shows like a bunch of these different like apartment buildings. And I'll also, we'll also be sharing this video. And it's all these different people out on their balconies and they're all singing. But they're, like, they have, like, an entire band going. It's, like, a concert. So there's this one person who's singing, and then someone has, like, a tambourine. And I have it pulled up on my computer, but I don't want to start it because then you guys, like, hear it. But I can't remember. Everyone has all these different instruments. And it's so – it sounds so good. Like, I don't know how they all were able to, like, be so on sync and, like – know what they were all singing like it's what it's a song it's like it's not just random well i mean and and those in like well especially in european cultures but especially like um like warmer climate european culture like you know Greece or italy or spain or whatever their cultures are so rich that there are some cultural songs that just everyone knows from birth kind of almost like rhymes you know yeah that makes sense Mm -hmm. but anyway so yeah that's that's just what one post i saw said but yeah, it's- but can we just take a moment to, like, pray for Italy? They had 700 people die today. Oh, my gosh. I know it's just supposed to be lighthearted, but we also need to be, like, real. They, it is so sad. Yeah, it is. It is. I feel so bad for the Italians. So, be praying for Italy. Yeah, 100%. Um, okay, so my next little nugget actually isn't about the, isn't about the coronavirus, COVID-19. It's just a random little thing that I came across. And it is this group of, I couldn't find where it was, but um, it looks like it's in some warmer climate somewhere, but it's this herd of elephants <laughs> stumbled upon a winery, got into a bunch of barrels of wine, like drank tons and tons and tons and tons of wine, and then passed out in the great <gasps> no yeah and then passed out and crushed a bunch of these like grape plants but it's just so cute because there's just all these pictures of these elephants just passed out covered in like wine just like just so funny and i'll also post you guys a little pic i found on instagram i'm like yes but can you just can you imagine coming to work at your vineyard or whatever and just going out to start you know pick grapes or or, you know you're even walking up onto your property and just seeing like casks of wine disheveled and empty (laughs) and into your fields and seeing like 20 elephants passed out from being absolutely belligerently drunk like 
like oh my god I, I don't know if you would be mad or just like think it is so funny like I don't know which you would be yeah who who even knows but I was ha- I was happy about it. I was like, look at these little elephants getting all drunk and having a good time. I love that, that is so I loved funny. it so much. The fact that they liked the flavor of the wine though. Like right. to drink that much of it. Or I almost wonder if they were like hot and like they couldn't find like a water source and so like, well, here's something. You know? Yeah. I don't know. That's crazy. So funny. So funny. And you just you just I'm looking at the picture right now and there's these two elephants that are like they almost look like they're hugging with their elephant trunks and then there's this other one that's like on top of this other one and they're just so cute they're just so oh my gosh that's adorable yeah okay so um my next one is um about something that's happening in minneapolis so a uh, minneapolis restaurant was forced to close and so they started serving free meals to those in quarantine and the people that couldn't afford it and so I just thought that was really cool because I clicked on the article now to load and it's not loading, but I have the link and I'll share it with you guys. But I just thought that that was so cool because I don't know all the background, but I kind of doubt that they have like a ton of money if they're closed, like they're not getting any right. money from these meals and they're still providing free meals and they're still helping people. And so I just thought that that was really cool just to see how people are um, helping each other and communities are banding together. Yeah, that is. And like on that, which I was going to touch a little bit more later on that, but why not now? That's so (laughs) true that like, I feel like for, in some instances, this is bringing out the worst in some people like toilet paper hoarders. I'm looking at you. Uh, So yes, it's definitely bringing out the worst in some people, but for the most part, it's just, it's bringing everyone together and it's just so beautiful. (laughs) You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Because if you just if you just literally get on Google, you can see so many, or any social media anywhere, you can see so many of these beautiful stories, you guys, if you just, like, search them out. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I know here in town, our um, all of our, like, Wi-Fi and electric companies are all, are all saying, hey, if you guys can't pay your bills, call us we'll figure something out we're not going to be shutting down anyone's services so um, yeah so our electric company said that and then our um our landlord also said that um if anyone has a hard time paying because you know they're not going to work or whatever he says we're not going to be evicting anyone until everything blows over and we'll get payment plans set up with you to cover your missed rent after you know you get back to work and get back on everyone gets back on their feet type of thing so that's really cool you see people because I mean even like big huge companies like that see that the world is struggling they're like okay here we're stepping yeah it's gonna work so uh, yeah super cool to see how people are stepping up even if it's gonna you know make them take a hit in the long run too yeah Uh, that's awesome okay so my next one is which you guys should also Google this too because it's so good. It's so good. I, um, I got this from the Today Show, and it the title of it is <laughs> "Real Life Golden Girls: Three British Ladies Are Self Quarantining Together." 
So it's, and the cover picture is these three, like, old grandmas. Like, one looks like she might be in her 70s. One looks like she literally is probably in her 90s. And the other one probably, like, 70s, 80s, 90s, somewhere, too. Just, like, these three old ladies. And it says, what if you could turn quarantining into a week's long sleepover with your besties? Well, that's exactly what these three delightful grandmothers from the UK are doing. Being dubbed the real-life Golden Girls, Doreen Burns, Carol Spark, and Dottie Robinson decided they didn't want to be stuck at home alone, so they're planning to spend the next several weeks living together. Doreen was talking to me on the phone, and I said to her, if we all have to go in lockdown as as I call it, for 12 weeks, they'll find me dead with all coloring books on the floor and a notice and a note on me saying I have died of loneliness. Spark joked in an interview with BBC Breakfast. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. And how good are those, you guys, how good are these, like, old lady names? Doreen, Carol, and Dottie. Those are the yes. best old British, like, old lady British names I've ever heard in my ever loving long life like seriously so good anyway, that is so I saw cute. that and I'm like yes because I mean you think about it a lot of a lot of old folks are in nursing homes they're taking great precautions and you know all that kind of stuff but do you think about all the old people who live alone or even the old people who you know have had spouses pass or are single or whatever just living alone how stinking sad you know because we all we kind of Mm -hmm. we have to you know we're supposed to be practicing social distancing and all that kind of stuff and staying away from people but they literally don't have a choice like they can't even go out and take a quick run to the store they are literally cannot leave their apartments you know right so I just I love seeing that I'm like yes staying together I love it maybe I love that too that's so cute Okay, so the next one that I have is um, about, this is another environmental one. Sorry, guys. Um, It's about canals going clear. So it's about the canals clearing up in Italy. So it says, residents of Venice have noticed a vast improvement in the water quality of the famous canals running through the city. The streets of the popular tourist destination in northern Italy have emptied amid the outbreak, leading to a drastic drop in water traffic, which has allowed sediment to settle. The usually murky water has gone so clear that even fish can now be seen that once um, were not able to be seen before. And I got that from BBC again. So, I don't know. It's just cool. Like, it's just crazy to see. I saw this one thing and it's like talking about everything, like the water being clear and like dolphins being seen in Japan and um, monkeys coming back on the streets in China and all this stuff. And then at the end, it's like... um. Uh, we, I can't remember like the exact wording it was, but it was like, uh, we're the virus or whatever. It's like, what was it? It was like, ah, I can't think of the word I want right now, but it was just like, um, actually like we're the virus. And like, once we're all like, go kind of like, once we kind of go and go into hiding and we're not like, so populating to the like overtaking everything then all of these animals and all of the ways that the earth is supposed to be naturally like comes back out so i don't know i just thought that that was kind of cool but also kind of sad because we cannot live like this forever. right yeah that's that's true i mean i mean there's both sides there's both that coin too i was even talking um to my mom a little bit and she's like you know obviously god didn't want this to happen but in a way i think it's almost a blessing in disguise like it's it's turning to good in some cases where 
it's almost like, hey, slow down. Look at what's important. She's like, you know, you see with all of these events getting canceled and all these sporting things getting canceled. And, you know, we are we're realizing how important connection is and how important people are. And and, you know, we all have this crazy desire to protect the old and the vulnerable and all this kind of stuff and it's kind of bringing all of what should be everybody's priorities and what should be at every the forefront of everyone's minds it's saying hey you have no option but to pay attention to this slow down and realize what's important in life and obviously you know Mm -hmm. what's going on is terrible but also you know were we kind of going to come to this realization by ourselves without this kind of thing happening? I don't know. So that's been yeah. really interesting to see yeah. too. I know we were, we were talking at work and, um, and one of my, one of my coworkers was like, you know, I'm kind of scared to be at home for two weeks, but also I feel like I need it. And it's, yeah. and it's just, it just goes to show how, busy and overloaded life has become so I don't know I hope that you know when this all kind of clears up in however many months we remember what we thought was important in this time you know mm-hmm. yeah I totally agree. um okay so my next fun thing um not virus related um, I tried to find things that weren't virus related because I'm like, let's let's bring let's bring some other stories to the light. So, the top the um, headline on this one from Good News Network says, "Jokester brother brings llama in a tuxedo to his sister's wedding to fulfill years old sibling promise." And the picture is this woman is this bride looking at this man with a murderous glare while he's holding a llama <sighs> on a leash wearing a tuxedo. And it's oh not, my gosh, the funny yes. thing is, because llamas are at some weddings to be, like, a cute, like, decoration or something type of thing, you know? Have you seen that trend going around yeah. for some, like, more bohemian weddings and stuff? But those, I yeah, those have, are usually, yeah. like, outside weddings or that kind of thing. And, nope, this is just, like, right outside of a church in the middle of a city. And the article, I'll read a little clip. It says, a 21-year-old college student is going viral for bringing a particularly spiffy guest to his sister's wedding last week. Mendel Weinstock showed up to his sister Riva's wedding ceremony with a llama in tow. Not only that, the llama was wearing a tuxedo, which he had custom made just for the occasion. Mendel said that he facilitated the amusing prank as a means of fulfilling a five-year-old promise to his sister. The two siblings had been on a road trip from Ohio to Indiana in 2015, when for one reason or another, Mendel joked that he was going to bring a llama to Riva's wedding. Oh yeah, I haven't read. I haven't read the whole article, but I was just. I literally what I did was Google like good news stories just just to um just for even myself, not even for for the podcast, but just to kind of give myself a break too. And I saw this, and I'm like, "You're kidding!" And yeah. Oh my yeah gosh. yeah. So that's that's good. I actually kind of want to have llamas at my wedding. Have you? I think I think they're cute when they hang the cute little like colorful ball scarves from their neck you know yeah I think they're cute I think if I ever had like a little small like I lived in the country ever someday I I want a llama like I want a llama and a pen but knowing (laughs) my luck I would be in the middle of like saying my vows or something and the llama would be like you know yeah probably probably because you can't really control them sure sure can okay so the next one that I have is oh no I have to pull it up real fast 
Okay. So, um, my cousin actually shared this with me because she is a teacher. But, so, this text is... Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, I thought for a second it was being weird. Okay. Um, so, this is from her, and she said that she read an article that teachers only had hours to put a plan together and then execute remote learning. She said, I teach in a district that is 70% soci- socioeconomically disadvantaged, so a big portion of our population counts on school for meals because they're food insecure at home. So, like most, my district will do curbside pickup for breakfast, lunch, for breakfast and lunch starting Monday. I think getting things together within hours says something huge about our profession. And then she said, number two, the public is starting to appreciate and respect teachers. We get mad disrespect, y'all. You can't even tell you how bad it is sometimes. So this is really nice to hear some positive comments. Like, I don't know how to deal with 25 junior high kids um, painting all at one time. <laughs> so um, I just thought that that was really cool because I don't know if you guys have seen, but like schools all over the world in every state are getting together and still providing meals for kids and that is so important because lots of times they don't get meals at home. Like, at, like that might be their only good meal of the day or their only meal of the day. So, um, I just thought that that was super awesome. And then, on another side note, she sent me this tweet, and it is so funny. And she says, the tweet says, Now is the perfect time to start my ideal dating relationship. Occasional texts, never seeing each other. I bring in quotes, my boyfriend up in every single conversation I have. So she said underneath it, number, no, number, number one positive reason is COVID-19 dating. So. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah, savage. <laughs> that is, okay. That's pretty good though. Like that, that's pretty good. I have to say some of the different memes and posts coming out of COVID-19, y'all, there are some funny people, and all those funny people have even more time on their hands now, and right. it's it's unreal, and I'm I'm loving it. I'm one of the people that I I handle pretty much everything with a big dose of humor because got to laugh to keep from crying, and a lot of the time worrying won't help anyway, especially with something that's so out of your control as this. Um, obviously, do everything that you can to you know help the situation but then you get to a point where there's nothing more you can do so go laugh at some funny memes okay okay or make up or make a meme yourself yeah or make a meme yourself yeah let's get let's get interesting yeah and tag us in it yeah tag us be like this is my meme i made and then tag us in it so we can see the meme that you made we want to see what you have to offer in this time we want to we want to hear your funny jokes because we know you got them we know you yes please do Mm -hmm. it do it um on that note um there is um an online fund that's going on because i think it's over there's over 30 million kids in the u.s you guys that rely on school for food and um like school supplies and all that kind of stuff so there is a fund going on if you want to donate to it to kind of help out some of these schools that are getting together and some of these communities that are trying to help out um, the kids in their area um, with like meals and all that kind of stuff. Um, it's a new fund for through, I think it's Save the Children, but on Instagram, um, they're starting to do it's called Save with Stories. And every day, I think it's like three times a day, there is someone getting on and doing an IGTV reading a children's book and giving you, and they give you a little bit of information at the beginning of how you can um, donate to 
save the children. And I think, I think it's like feed the children or something like that. And yeah. So if you want to help out, um, those 30 million kids, that's a great way to do it. Um, okay. My next one is an influencer that Serena and I both follow. Cameron, you might too. Um, we wore what? Oh, okay. Yep. About that? Okay. I know of them. Yep. Okay. So, um, she's this amazing entrepreneur, CEO, influencer on Instagram, and she has her own clothing line and she had, um, in her new swim line and she's really famous for her swim lines that she releases like every year. And so her new swim line for this year was scheduled to be released either it was last week or it's this coming week. And she got on and she asked all of her followers, Hey, you know, do you think that I should still do this? Like, I don't want to be like, Hey, everything's normal. Cause obviously everything isn't normal, but also, you know, do you guys want the content, all that kind of stuff. And it was kind of half and half. Some people were being like, no, there's serious things going on right now, blah, blah, blah. No one can afford swimwear anyway. Cause no one's working type of thing. And then the other half of the people were like, no, you know, we could use the district and we could use you know the content like we want to see what you've been working on we're invested in your work we're invested in your art type of thing so um she's still launching the line but half the proceeds to every um to every piece bought through this line that she's about to release is going to be going to support food banks around the country so that is super duper awesome just it's so it's so cool because it's one thing if you are at a place of influence and you have a platform to be like hey I'm gonna spread positivity and that's do but when you have the means to actually influence and support change and you're actually taking like big step actions I just think that that is rad and she's she's doing that she's like I'm not putting my life on hold but I'm using what I have to work with to help as many people as I can and then the um the hospital she's she lives in New York and the hospital in one of the hospitals in New York actually reached out to her and said hey we're out of our surgical grade masks because everyone is going out and buying up all of them and they can't make them fast enough and we can't afford to be buying them for like because they're going on sale like a ridiculous ridiculous amount of money so I think it was like a case of these 500 masks surgical grade masks that would usually be like I don't know the exact number but let's say like 100 bucks right for yeah 500 surgical grade masks I don't know if that's an actual real number I'm just pulling it out of nowhere so you guys get the picture are now online going for like ten thousand dollars for five for like Mm -hmm. 500 surgical grade masks so um anyway over so she's been working over the past week to um I think she set up like a GoFundMe and she's been working on getting different support from um, her community and even forking over a lot of her own money. And she got um, the city of New York over the hospitals there in the city of New York, over 5,000 surgical grade masks. So I don't know. That's something that I loved because she's been one of my favorite people for a long time. Um, she just, she cares about people so deeply and she really does use her platform for good. And I saw that she was doing that and it was amazing. Um, that's what I'm saying. This is bringing out the worst in some people, but in a lot of cases, it's really bringing out the best in humanity. And I don't know, it's so, it's scary and it's hard, but it's also so encouraging to see, you know, all of us rallying together and coming together and, you know, trying to help out well, that we can. 
um, the really cool thing is, like, with the last time we've had anything big like this, lots of times people are saying, like, either the recession in 2008 or, like, 9-11. But that was the U.S., and this is worldwide. And I don't know if we've ever in history seen anything that's worldwide like this and seeing everyone band together. And I was saying, like, even how cool it is that, like, everyone but China is, like, giving us their stats and trying to help other countries, really. Right. Um, to figure it out. And nothing against um Chinese people at all it's just the Chinese government that's not releasing information so um that's just kind of a fact of that but it's just really cool to see other countries helping each other and being Mm -hmm. like hey this is what we're doing hey this is what's working hey this medicine's working hey like right it's just really cool because we're all in the end we're all people and we're all just trying to live our best lives and get through this the best way that we can yeah Um, yeah I'm I'm loving it I'm 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 here for it. And I think also what's so cool is that I feel like sometimes we pick on social media a little bit and point out all the negatives of social media, but also we wouldn't be able to be connected in the way that we are now if it wasn't for social media, if it wasn't for, you know, the beauty of FaceTiming and phone calls and, you know, Instagram. And even you see all these artists getting on and doing, you know, little mini concerts on their Instagram lives and all that kind of stuff. So I don't know. I think it's, I think it's a special time. And if I could give anyone any advice, it's do what you can that's in your control. And then after that, let it go. Pray a bunch and um, focus on the good. Cause there's so much good that's happening. That's coming from this too. Like it sounds Mm -hmm. silly to say, but I'm so thankful. And that's another thing. Spend some time sitting down, writing a list of what you are so thankful for. Like be come and find a place of gratitude if you can, because there is even in a crap situation, there's so much to be grateful for. So yeah, I love that. there's funny memes and there's llamas going to weddings. So, so there's still good in this world. Still so much, good, <laughs> so much good. So much. Um, so what are the, um, let's talk about real quick before we end this and wrap it up. Let's talk about quarantine snacks. Ooh, okay. Love it. Okay. What are um, your quarantine snacks? So to start right before we left Sioux Falls and Brookings, we went and we got, because when we were in Arizona, we got on this huge, like they had fresh dates there that we got Ooh. like a little fresh market. So they didn't have any dates. They're probably sold out because people are probably hogging them. But we got these date rolls. And all it is is dates that they, like, ground up, made into a little ball. And then they put coconut flakes on the outside. And so we are working away on those. And those are so good. And then I've been eating my, when I need something sweet, my, um, like, stevia sweetened chocolate chips that I posted a picture on our Instagram, you guys. Literally, when this airs, it will have been, like, a couple days ago. And I added it to um, – I added it to one of our highlights. So commission, check that out. And then Jenna um, told me, she took a picture that she got the barbecue hit pea snacks that I t- always talk about, but I always got the cheddar cheese ones. And I actually saw the barbecue ones in a high V in Sioux Falls, which I never, ever see them. So I bought them and they're so good. They taste like a barbecue, like chip yeah. and like, yeah, it's so good. Completely different than the cheddar kind, but um, really good. And then... I've also been eating protein bites that I make. That's kind of that's kind of it. What about you though? Um, I have been eating a lot of popcorn. Um, Ooh, that's good. I um, I'm not a huge snacker, 
but um because I'm just busy a lot at work but what I've realized of myself and I'm like walking over to my kitchen to see what else I have too um but (laughs) I I usually am at work all day and so I kind of just have my you know my routine of you know breakfast and then I'll have a banana in the morning at like at like 11 and then I'll just do lunch and then my afternoon is always so busy that then I just go snack a lot but now that I'm home I'm bored and I'm like well what else do I have to do other than eat everything and so if anyone else is having an issue that's why I have turned to popcorn because if you just <laughs> pop it on the stove with a tiny little bit of oil and salt it is a very low cal snack but it still gives you something to munch on so that's my quarantine snack so I don't come back from quarantine weighing 5,000 pounds I love it um and also, something that I want to say on that, too, I saw someone else post about this, but one thing that people do, and we've talked about this before, one thing that I think people have a big tendency to do is um, turn to food for comfort. A, mm-hmm. try not to, if you can. Um, if, you're, if you have been trying to be on the healthy wagon lately, try not, I feel like if you're staying at home like me, you're like, Mm, let's make pasta because guess what pasta is a comfort food for me or you know whatever it might be let's go get a thing of oreos and eat the whole thing in one sitting i have not done that i did make pasta last night (laughs) however i have been being pretty good but one try to do something else try to go on a walk try to have a phone call with someone um ask yourself if you are eating to try to make yourself feel better and then if you end up eating something to make yourself feel better there's grace I don't know um we've talked about food guilt before and over the past week I've had like three different pasta meals and I do not that is not part of my regular life and I started feeling so bad about myself just just keeping it real here you guys I started feeling so bad about myself and I'm like gross dude get it together but no it's a hard time and we're all having a hard time coping with whatever it is we're going through whether it be our routines uprooted y'all have kids home all day and you're about to pull out your hair um you know (laughs) your husbands now are also home and you know that's like there's some people need their alone time and maybe you aren't getting in any alone time because you and your roommate are stuck at home all day together and whatever it might be you guys it's a hard time and everyone is trying to cope so give yourself grace also don't feel like you have to get your whole house painted and every single closet cleaned <laughs> out in the next two weeks or whatever if if you're like you know what, i just want to sit here all day and watch movies for like 24 hours do that but then get up and go on a run you know i think I just wanted to say, use my little platform of established audience of 100 people to give <laughs> you guys a little to to give you guys a little a little sound in your ear holes that says, "Hey, it's okay if you are not living your best life because you are trying to cope with the craziness around you." Okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. I just had to say that. But anyway, yeah. So my quarantine snack, popcorn. Love it. In conclusion. In conclusion. The only important thing you need to In conclusion, my quarantine snack is popcorn. Love it. Love it so much. (laughs) Okay, guys. So make sure that you are following us on Instagram because that's where we're going to be posting um, 
the links and the pictures and the videos and we've been posting our recipes all of our favorite snacks like literally everything we talk about we post on there and you can follow along in our stories yep um so make sure you follow us at coffee and a combo on instagram and jenna is now going to be taking over taking over she started and is doing twitter and i actually went on and looked at it and her first two tweets are pure gold i thought about i think i'll post them on our instagram to like to like bring you guys in like under you need to understand how funny this stuff is yeah and, i'm doing um, great so she'll be posting posted like three times but the three that i have posted have been like great they've been they've been gold <laughs> okay okay yes. and i only have four followers you guys and i followed like 38 of you so i'm sad about that <sighs> okay we'll make a little we'll make a little post for them to go follow us what is our insta or what is our twitter handle or name or whatever you call it okay twitter? so it so our actual name is coffee and a convo. Okay, but then our at handle. So if you're gonna type in the little at sign to find us exactly, it's gonna be coffee. And so it's gonna be capital C, lowercase O, F F E E, lowercase A, uppercase B, lowercase O N V O one. Twitter makes your handle for you. You have no say in it. Apparently, either that or I just it's been a while since I've set up a Twitter account and I totally um, baffled it all up, but that's what it is. Um, we'll post Instagram because that's where you all already are and join us. Let's have a conversation. I love it. I love Twitter. I've been getting so into it lately, but anyway, yep. That's awesome. what that is. And then that's what that what's is. our Instagram handle. Did you already say it? Um, it's just at, I, I think I said it's just at coffee and a combo. Okay, perfect. Glad, glad you're, glad you're. I hope you guys can spell. Yeah, glad. <laughs> so more sense in mind because my handle on Twitter doesn't. It's just coffee a convo one, and then that's it, okay. you know it's also not. Anyway, yeah, yeah, that's all right. All right. Well, with that, um, this is so weird to end it without being able to. Speak. I know, but but hey, um, okay. Maybe we'll get on the gram too and do like a live for you guys or something. Show you what we're cooking. I'll get on and I'll run you through, oh, that's a I'll run you through a tutorial of how to make my stovetop popcorn. How about that? <gasps> and I just made the best avocado toast. It's actually the second time I made it. But literally, you guys, my brother who was a sophomore in high school, like was mad when his toast was gone. He asked for more. And I was like, Brady, not Brady, Logan, that's the only one I made for you. Like I have gotten down this avocado toast recipe so maybe that's what yeah. i should hop on and show that you that is that's good that's good and one of us should also hop up hop on and share the homemade bread recipe too because oh yes yeah. yes too that is pure yeah. gold all right well so that's with be that, looking forward to yes oh should want just one of us say thanks for listening because i feel like it crackles when we both talk yeah i guess okay this is me this is me it's my turn to talk i have the floor Thanks for listening to another episode of Coffee and a Combo podcast. And um, you'll hear us in your ear holes again next week. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. 
Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.